They might take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! This is the Freedom Cats with your hosts, Chris Flack, Seven King, and Jody Claypool. Produced by Jack Claypool Audio, Freedom Cats reviews movies, politics, and entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, here is the Freedom Cats. All right, we are coming to you pre-recorded from the Hoplore Studios here in Warsaw, Indiana. I'm Chris, he's Jody, and Stefan, we are the Freedom Cats. Meow! We have a guest today, fellas. I see that. Yeah. I'm glad you do. (laughs) Where's our guest? Right next to you. In a beautiful pink dress. Oh, oh, oh there she is. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, local comedy goddess, Amanda Whoa. Souders in the studio. Yay, Amanda. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate the word goddess. I'm, I'm really going to be a part of that. Listen, you're killing the comedy game. Oh. Killing. You had a big thing last night, right? I did. Yeah, talk I did. to us about that real quick. Yeah, so we hosted a comedy show at Matt Anthony's here in Warsaw. We had five local kind of up-and-coming comedians. We had uh, somebody who has been competing in Indiana's Funniest Person. Through That's the, a thing? Indiana's mm-hmm. Funniest Person? Mm-hmm. Wow. What he a- was our headliner last night. We had somebody who's been on America's Got Talent twice. So it was a, it was a good show. So if you've been on twice, that means you're probably not that good, though, right? Like, <laughs> first time didn't work. I'm going to try it again. Well, made it, made it through the first round the first time, made it onto TV the second time. Just didn't quite make it to the... <gasps> so there are getting rounds? a little further and further each time. So there are rounds before TV? Yes, absolutely. Huh. Just like that. American Idol. I didn't necessarily know that about American Idol. I thought it was all uh, it was all for TV. Am I the I'm the it only is one? Now. What does Mike Epps have to say about somebody thinking they're Indiana's funniest person? Right. Doesn't oh. he, he owns that moniker for life, doesn't he? Uh, possibly, but I just know that this guy is very hilarious. He was our he brought down the house last night. He was he had a couple of jokes that were only kind of medium, so then he just started poking fun at the audience, which was kind of the best part of the whole thing. Okay. That's always the best part. Crowd yeah. work, as they say. He referred yeah. to an older woman as the ghost of Betty White, and I thought I was going to pee my pants. So he's like the Indiana <laughs> Matt Wright, right? That's what you're saying? Please uh, stop. Come on, Chris. Poke, I'm poking the bear. Jeez. <laughs> Matt Reif is not allowed to be hot and funny. Like, I feel like he gets one thing. And that's not fair. No, he's he's kind of coming out of the gate as like a Bradley Cooper comedian. He's got like the whole Bradley Cooper yeah, comedian. He's got Listen too many to talents. yourself. It's like stop, dude. He can't be too hot and talents? funny. He's gonna pick up a guitar, start playing a song. Mm-hmm. It's like stop. He's twenty. Quit being a talent hog. You guys, Listen, you guys know Wonderwall. Talents for the rest of us. What's that? <laughs> I said you guys know Wonderwall. He's pulling out the guitar. Wonderwall. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Matt Bryant. Like college. You were acoustic. super into Dane Cook, weren't you? I really liked. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you were. Yeah, no, no, yeah, right, yeah, no. If you right, liked, right, if you liked Matt Rife in the twenty twenty, I went to a Dane Cook comedian. Thing. Yeah, there it is. Right. There it is. Yeah. Right, I love how he played it off at first. Like, no, not really. I mean, I went to, I went to a concert. No, though. I got backstage passes one no, time. No, <laughs> it was no big deal. Yeah, yeah, no big deal. No big deal. We're, 
He's messaged me a couple times. It's no big deal. He's gave me a mention. He's gave me dog. He's, gave, he's mentioned me a couple times on X. No one has called that man D dog. Yeah, that's now, right? Yeah. How do you feel as our as our resident Twitter fan? No, you're doing this on purpose. <clears throat> so of course there's a conspiracy around the X. And you know this. What, what is the conspiracy on, around this. the X, No, 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 no. You're feeding me this. Now set it up and do it. X, are you talking about ecstasy or... No, no, no. Twitter's now X. They changed... It's no longer Twitter. Okay. Chris doing this on purpose. It's called X. And why? Interesting. Are, are we doing math now? So, so if you do a little circle around the lower left-hand part of the Mason symbol, it looks exactly like... <laughs> The, the Twitter X. logo. Or the X logo, excuse me. And I didn't find this. I, it's not me. It's Chris. Chris is, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to join Stefan and I in Conspiracy Corner, but he's doing it anyways behind wait, the wait, scenes. Wait, Stefan, do you sit on Conspiracy Corner too? I thought 100%. that was a soul, I thought that was a solely, solely no, joke. I did have one Conspiracy Corner. That, that Titanic. was a Titanic one. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it was beautiful. It was, yeah. it was art. So let me yeah. ask you this. If you send somebody a message on X, are you sending a DMX? <laughs> Oh, look at this. Look at her over here. Damn. <laughs> and when, the, when the X sends it there. to you, it's X going to give it to you. Oh! <laughs> Damn, you know, Gerlon is sending out the DMs like crazy right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how do you feel about the... You don't even know about it. Like, I'm telling you that they turned to X. Did you know? You knew about it. How do you feel about the well, X rebranding? I knew rebranding? it was a little app logo. So I didn't join Twitter until like a year ago. But you love it more than anyone. I do. It's a total dumpster fire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. It's just crazy people being crazy. Nobody's filtered. They all feel like they could just well, say whatever they want. It's no. Like, it's really is, no pictures of like food or anything. It's just their crazy thoughts and, in a string. Yeah, I love crazy. You guys mm-hmm. know I love crazy. So I just, I'm really enjoying the crap out of it. Are you guys messing around at all with Threads? No. no. We already talked about this. We talked about this last week. Nobody's heard of it. You talk about that. Uh, I'm trying to make threads a thing, well, man. I, so I, I'm on threads, but I feel like I'm about an hour early to a party that may or may not happen. Remember Google Plus? Nice. Yes. Same Remember thing. Google Plus when Google Plus was That's what when threads Google, is. It's yeah. a Google Plus. Google tried really hard to do a Facebook, and it was like you had to be invited it's in. It's like Apple Health. They kept trying, trying, trying. Now they're trying to make it a thing again. I've seen those commercials, man. It's important that nobody knows I have disease. <laughs> it's vital. Uh, vital. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to do. Exactly what I was trying to do. So, Amanda, you're joining us here today. Talk about talk about what the comedy talk about what comedy a local comedy is like because you're really starting something new here. Right, right. We are starting. We're really trying to build this scene because everybody right now is traveling to either South Bend or Fort Wayne, so they're driving an hour just to get to a comedy club. And what we're trying to do, we, we do have a very active improv group here, but I wanted there to be an active stand-up group. And so we're trying to really build this out and make it so that anybody who's having a party on the lake, you know, any kind of special event, they need an MC, they need an announcer, they can call anybody from our entertainment group who also happens to be comedians. We need to have their group over at the uh, block party. The what? Block party. Well, what's, and the, we, what's the block party? We're, we're setting up a block party. You heard it here, folks. You know what Ooh. I love? I love when we're getting updates on what we're doing as a podcast yeah. live way, on guys, the show. Both of you guys are doing a block party. Jody's working okay. without a net. This is, this, no, no, no. This is a Jack Audio production thing. He's putting it all together. So, What's your favorite 40? 
OE. OE, Old English, yeah. Yeah. What, okay. Is there or what's the one with the uh, the the B on the cap? Oh, that's Mickey's. 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 Mickey's is pretty good. So Mickey's. I mean, listen, there was a, definitely a House of Pain era of my life. Mm, that's surprising. It, is it? <laughs> he who breaks the law must go to the House of Pain. <laughs> so yeah, so that, that's that's when. We used to do we used to do this thing in college called Edward Forty Hands. <laughs> oh my yeah, of course we take the forty yeah. yeah, hands, yeah, right, and not pee or whatever. You know, I I fucking hate when I'm like, hey, I used to do this fun thing. And you're like, yeah, so did everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're you're you are you're breaking new ground in comedy. Correct, locally. correct. Despite the patriarchy. Yes. <laughs> in spite of Look the at this patriarchy. Guy's Hard segue. <laughs> Well, and so comedy, as you're kind of alluding to, is is very much a male-driven field. Because I women mean, aren't funny. Well. <laughs> as some might say. <laughs> Not me. I find you hilarious. I, I have actually heard that before about, well, you know, I just don't find women funny. But I... Personally, I'm not going to let somebody who uses a seven-in-one in the shower of like shampoo, conditioner, body wash, motor oil, sunscreen tell me how I'm going to live my life. So you want to talk you. exception to the rule right here, you got it, folks. <laughs> but yes. yes, I get to say what you should do with your life. I use good hair products. Yes, of please. You. Look at you. Well, you're a white man, Luscious so please locks. tell me what to do with my life. I, I'm waiting with bated breath. I need help. Oh man. All right. You ready? Take yes. Notes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it, you know, typically on an open mic stage, I'm one of maybe two females, and it's usually 10 or 12 guys. Yeah. And so it is still very much a boys club. And so trying to, A, start something that's not already here in Warsaw, but then be a female that's starting it is already, you know, that extra layer of... Um, I guess glass ceiling, as it were. Oh, shattering the glass ceiling. I love it. I love it. Obviously, I I find you funny. I find many other women funny. I was just oh no, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. No, that's a pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Don't at me, bro. Um, Well, good. I think that's cool. So, so what are the what are the next steps? You had this killer deal last night. People are people are just. My feed was just filled with people talking about this event last night. Good What's deal. What's the next step? Our, we want to do bigger and better. We want to get into a bigger venue for next time, pack the house. We are really just trying to get people who have ever thought to themselves, you know, I kind of want to try stand-up, never done it before. Um, I'd love to have them come and just, you know, put my metaphorical arms around them, not not literal. I'm not trying to get canceled. You're a hugger. <laughs> no, well, you're a hugger. Don't I, like I am a hugger. I am. It's true. COVID killed me during that because uh, just, I just wanted to hug everybody. But so, so did Jody. <laughs> I love Amanda hugs. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's beautiful. They're about 99% boob, but that's okay. Uh, it's hey, still a good hug. <laughs> Poor Chris. Um, but no, I so. Cats for kids. You, you two, you two, calm down. <laughs> Um, but no, so the next the next step would be to get a bigger venue. And we also, not only do we have comedians, our entire entertainment group has fire breather dancers. We've got a DJ. We've got people who officiate weddings, people who host trivia. It's a whole group of uh, entertainers. People that officiate weddings? Yes. Oh, uh, do what? 
fire breather? You, you're going to pass up on fire breather? Yeah. Please tell me that the fire breather also officiates weddings. No, I, that, uh, would that, that would be sick. No, he does also DJ, so I would like to see him kind One, of... Two, yeah. Breathing fire. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That is a fever <laughs> dream of awesomeness. Yes. DJ Dragon. Yes, absolutely. DJ Dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Remember Ricky the remember Ricky the Dragon Steamboat? Yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's one of us. He was a wrestler that would like blow fire. Yeah, it's awesome. Cool. Edward Forty Hands. Everyone's like, yeah. <laughs> Old wrestling reference. No. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> move along. <laughs> let's, let's, let's move along. <laughs> Comedy <laughs> alert! Comedy <laughs> alert! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exciting. That's exciting that you're. I love it. I uh-huh. love it. I absolutely love it. What's up with you guys, Stefan? What's new? Just living this life, bro. One step at a time. Making, making stuff go. Vibing. Making beer. Like serving beer. Making food. We're doing a, a whole new thing here at uh, Warsaw Hoplor. Yeah, what's it's the new turning thing? Turning into Ghost Spot. So the idea behind Ghost Spot is that uh, we're a, a location for uh, chefs and food trucks and stuff to come in for short stints, like three months. Yeah. And uh, take over the kitchen. So uh, every three months, completely new menu, uh, starting with Dough or Die, which is a, a pizza thing. Love the name. Bunch mm-hmm. of, That's a good of name. Uh, funky pizzas. Got a couple like normal, boring pizzas, but bunch of really cool pizzas too and uh they're probably gonna be running through about the end of the year and then we've got uh, a whole new thing coming in that sounds incredible so i like that well, mm-hmm. we're, we're talking about you're saying like you need to love like someone loves a place that just closed in warsaw right, right, right. what you're saying yeah fine i always say find someone that loves you the way people in our community love a rest a restaurant or a business that just shut down like Usually businesses shut down because no one goes there. Right. Right. So like, I mean, we had a number of grocers Ooh, nobody went there. Like I would go to little Owens because no one was there. Yeah. And then it closes and then there's the gnashing of teeth begins. Like, how could they do this? Right. Right. Um, and no, if you had shown this love when they were in business, maybe they'd still be here. Right. So we're, we're kind of playing off that idea. Everybody got to hit that new spot. And then after that, the next time you hear something is after they close. So our idea is that, well, guess what? We're going to bring you something fresh all the time. That's it. When does that start? Uh, starts the first of August, actually. First of yeah, August. Pizza's coming in first of August. Can I get a pizza on a Sunday? No. That's God's day. You don't eat pizza on well, God's I do. day. My family participates in Sunday family pizza movie night. Yeah. I was going to get my pizza Well, from. you can get a par-baked one and take it home and finish it off in your oven. Yeah, no, that goes against the core belief of pizza family movie nights. We just got a new pizza place here in the county. What's Already that? best pizza place, hands down, in the county. Oh, who's that? Momo's Pizza up in uh, Syracuse. Momo's He's Pizza. That. This is a gauntlet. Yeah. He's throwing it down. Well, mm-hmm. you got to understand where I come from. I come from Elkhart. It's like Elkhart Pizza Mafia. And, uh, well, we wait, have, wait, wait, we did this before. So Stefan dropped the gauntlet on the Reuben saying his Leesburg facility had the best Reuben. And he wasn't lying. And I was like, Stefan, you can't drop that on me. I, I own this space. 
And then I went and had his ribbon. I was like, all right. He's right. It's fine. Yeah. So, so Momo's, he's got, he's got Momo's owns credit. the pizza game. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they still got some work to do because they just, just opened up all new people, training everybody how to do it right. But, uh, you know, I grew up with Bruno's, Columbo's, mm-hmm. Antonio's, like all those independent <laughs> places up there that make fire pizza all the time. And um, I was hoping that we would see something like that down here. Finally, uh, they just opened in Syracuse. Okay. Um, most of what you get down here is like the tavern style pizza, which is okay. Uh, thin crust, cutting squares, all that fun stuff. Um, but uh, when it comes right down to it, like... I don't want to eat tavern style pizza the next day. It's like cardboard. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, Momo's Pizza. Check them out. Nobody really owns that space here in town, at least. I'm excited to hear about Goshen, Momo's. Yeah, I mean for sure, but, but not here. I mean, Light Rail tries to, right? The fire oven pizza. And it's all thing. right. Yeah, I mean, it's good for for the style of pizza that it is. It's very good. It's just that uh, it's not, for me, it's not like an everyday style right. of pizza that I'm going to smash all the time. Right, right, right. Uh, Momo's is that uh, everyday pizza. But people would say that, like, I think Pizza King owns the local crown. Oh, is that come fair? on. Why do people keep doing, why do you keep doing that? I don't <laughs> like it. I don't care for it. But I'm, tell, I'm saying that. It, why do people do that? What, what it, there's one special recipe that people keep going to. I've tried Pizza King a dozen times. It sucks all the time. I don't care for it. What I'm telling That's, you, though, is if you were to ask 100 people in town, what's the best pizza they're place? They're going to go Pizza King. Right. That's, yeah. And why? I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Amanda? Uh, I love Pizza King. There it is. <laughs> Damn. I would be one of those 100 that says Pizza King. What, what do you order? Is there a special I number get, or something you got to call out or something? <laughs> the special not crap pizza yeah, number. Yeah. <laughs> Give me the one that doesn't The bat phone that gets you the good pizza. No, I do, um, <clears throat> I do a meat feast on barbecue sauce, not their tomato sauce base. Uh, you didn't right. try that, Damn did it. you? Now I got to try yeah. that. See, you didn't yeah. do that hack. God, this is another. All right, I gotta and try that. And another you got to get the breadsticks three quarters baked. Oh, Jesus. There is an actual Jinko. Yes. Are good. yes. I do like the breadsticks. I do like a little bit of dill on it. I do like the breadsticks. Right. I do like the breadsticks. Uh, the only ones I like to go to, though, are the ones you have to call from the booth. To, oh, yeah. Like, those are great. Then you can feel like you're in prison. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Getting prison pizza. It's <laughs> only about walking the green mile. That would be incredible. I like Bourbon Street quite a bit. Okay. I'm okay with Bourbon Street. I'm not a fan of the crust. The crust reminds me of Papa John's. I'm not a fan of Papa John's crust. Well, you just shut your mouth. Papa you like, John's is the best sorry. franchise. You like what? Papa John's. I love Papa John's. You like those breadsticks that are essentially no, no, a baby no, 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 arm? No, no, I don't do that. <laughs> I only do, I like their pizza. Sauce is too sweet. Better ingredients makes better pizza. That's what I'm saying. I don't like the sweet sauce. And then racism, right? That's it's, how it works. <laughs> and then racism. Just racism. A, that's why you just really a like tinge it. of racism in there. That's why you, <laughs> that's why you really <laughs> like it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, but, but, which franchise is owned by Papa John's sprinkles a little racism about everything. <laughs> Jody Claypool sprinkled with love and racism. Right. <laughs> Jody's like, which owner is the most racist? That's the franchise I'm giving my Because that pizza's going to be fine. I feel like you can taste it in every bite. Absolutely. For me, it's the oppression. Yeah. Like in the movie, I just saw sparkles from Jody's face, like just go. Yeah. Pizza and racism. Pizza and. It's incredible. It's incredible. Uh, It's so funny. 
All right. We are, we, are, we are gathered here today to discuss the biggest movie of the summer. And it's, only been, it's been a week, but already this has crushed every metric out there. Uh, what not the Jody's metric. The mo- numbers are numbers, dude. I'm surprised you didn't know that as an engineer. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just math, bro. This movie has more numbers next to it than any other movie this year. Uh, yeah, it's weird. What? Yeah, Barbie. <laughs> crazy. We're talking about Barbie. We're talking about Barbie. Um, you know, we, uh, as you know, we get together, we talk about things that, you know, that we talk about content as friends. We talk about content. Manny, you might not know this because, you know, you, you probably, this will probably be the first episode you listen to. No, that's not on. true. I listened to all of them. You've listened to every episode? Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. Have you seen So I Married an Axe I've not seen the so movie, which is weird because what? that's a comedy movie. You would think I would have yeah. seen it. It's on my list. So you've listened to every episode. That's I have. Am, that's unbelievable. I am, a, I am Shog- a freedom fan. Is what that what your, we're called? What are your thoughts on Shogun Assassin? The movie or the, sh- the episode? Stop it. Chris, it's too early. It's too early <laughs> the episodes start fighting. How do we know that that was Oh, my gosh. Because it's like, because every week, bro, every week, Shogun Assassin is to me as Trump is to Jody. I just have to bring it up once again. We can't even distract you. We have a board that says how many episodes since we last mentioned the the T word. Yeah. We can't even have a board. (laughs) 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 We go to write it up and all of a sudden we're scratching. No, you're right. At this point, at this thing, at this point for me, the bit has become mentioning it. Like I'm I'm over the fact that you guys have no taste in film. Are you? I'm, I'm over that. So <laughs> he now is over it. Yeah, he he sounds so, over it. Because you guys want to King Packs The CDs are still in your in? truck, but he's over the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're talking Barbie. We felt that uh, being three dudes talking about Barbie, so we're grateful that Amanda... Was, will join us to bring her expertise to this. One girl. You brought one girl. I love it. Jeez, okay. Here it comes. <laughs> here it goes. If, if you're here, here and, and you see Amanda, she owns the whole thing. I am wearing my dress from the Barbie premiere. Yeah. Big, floofy, pink Did Barbie dress. Did you go dress. to the big local premiere? I wanted to, but him. I was performing comedy that night, so oh, I, I she's went. She's on the grind. Yeah, but I went to the 950 showing, still dressed like still this. Still dressed. Yeah, with, with a platinum blonde wig, even. But I didn't pull that out for okay. you guys. I'm well. sorry. So, since we're talking about the premiere and everything, I'm seeing all the pictures with the the kids going and stuff like that. My opinion is not a kids movie. Not at all. No. Not no. a kids movie. Not at all. Right out of the gate, they start talking about beaching each other off. Well, save that, because we'll get to it. This, yeah. well, okay, we're jumping in. It's time for Barbie talk. Start swimming. I agree with you 100%. One of, you know, I, I hate to list out my problems with the movie, but my problem, one of my biggest problems with the movie. I hate to, but I'm going to. Yeah, mm-hmm. no. this is the thing I would never do. But However, but I'm going to do it right now. No, no, the movie's time. marketed. And by the way, shout out to the marketing team yes. for Barbie. Right. Holy right. smokes. This movie's more of a cultural event than I think it is a movie. They have, geez, oh, Pete. They spent more right. on the marketing than they did on the movie itself. And it's apparent because it's everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. And I think that's on purpose. 
that so they we're marketed gonna, the film I'm, on I'm purpose? Yeah, see, I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna plan it was purposeful no, 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 marketing. No, 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 yeah, no, they, didn't, they didn't accidentally market this movie. Is this, no, a, no, it was well, is this a conspiracy seed with yes, Jody? It's time for Jody's conspiracy corner. Now back it up, crazy cats. Everybody loves Jody's conspiracy corner. We created Jody. Yeah, we made a jingle for you. We know. What? You did? Yeah. That's what we were trying to do before you start barking. Clearly you didn't listen to the last episode. Yeah, here we go. Oh, Let's try it again. Here, from the top. Listen. From the top. It's time for, for Jody's, Jody's Conspiracy, conspiracy Hour. Here we go. Uh-huh. Hit us, Jody. No, no, no. Tell us about All how right. marketing I'll this film I'm on purpose. jump in right now. All right. You, you know what? I was trying to build. Chris, I was trying to respect your method. And you know how you tease? I was going to tease, tease, tease. But no, now, now we're just ripping it off like a Band-Aid. So, Let's go. So I think that they went crazy with the Barbie Oppenheimer thing because they're trying to cover up or steamroll Sound of Freedom. Oh. Yeah, they didn't like the fact Sound <sighs> of Freedom coming oh, out of the gates. Here we go. Independent film. Here we go. $100 million. They're like, no. No, you're absolutely right. Theaters and theater companies yep. that have had a record disappointing season don't want you to go see the movie that's made a hundred million dollars why on earth as a theater owner would i want you to buy tickets to this movie that is keeping me afloat they're all in it it's crazy conspiracy <laughs> if AMC, and i said this last week we said this last week jody was absent from the and obviously didn't listen to the one he wasn't on if amc didn't want you to see the child trafficking movie they wouldn't play the child trafficking movie. No, because if they don't no, play it, they're obviously trying to cover up child trafficking. So they got to show like they're trying to play it. Oh, but no. They, they're, no. Are you about to go full Epstein's Island on this? 100%. Oh my I am like dipping a toe right into Epstein's Island. I'm like, ooh. I've heard that about you. Like, my toe feels really good here in Epstein's Island. No, that Wait, yeah, 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 I was going to say. As soon as, as, soon as you went with the toe dipping, it's uh, like, ooh. We have a new segment. It's called Jones Island. Whoa. Don't clip this. Don't clip it. Yeah, no, new segment on the show. Jody's Kinks Hour. Oh, it's gross for sure. For sure. Sorry, I'm just writing down toe dipping, you yeah, said. Yeah, toe dipping. Is that a thing? You tell us. Look it up on Urban Dictionary. Now, now it's Jody. Yeah, right. Jody's, Jody's, Jody's yeah. leading the fetish. Yeah, toe dipping. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna start, yeah, toe dipping is going to be called Jodying. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, oh, you said it. Don't, yeah, yeah, that was you. Why does, do that. Why does jodying as a verb make me feel uncomfortable? It's not good. It's um, so you think that the Barbenheimer, Barbenheimer. phenomenon love it. is a direct attack mm-hmm. on Sound of Freedom? They're trying to cover up child trafficking. Disney is terrible. I do thousands I'm, of people I'm, on the internet. They say the same thing. Seriously. Look at That's this a guy. new thing? I love this guy. Oh, I, all the time. Coming I get, out of my corner. Did this corner just get bigger? You know what? Hold on, hold on. we got like nine conversations going on here right now. Yeah, in my Facebook feed, like every third one, one weekend only. Well, why are you only showing it for one weekend, you pedo? Yeah, they're... They're going on. All right. Mm-hmm. This is quickly turning into oh, Sound of Freedom who's episode not so two. Crazy now? So, uh-huh. yeah, this is quickly turning into. So let's <laughs> let's. So um, just because I said that doesn't point the finger away from you, Jody. All right. You were doing so good, Stefan, and then 
So, uh, so Barbie, Barbie marketed intentionally, apparently, which duh. I was going to tease it, but you told me to rip the bandaid off. Biggest movie of the summer. All right. Um, and again, the marketing, I mean, it's inspired local places. Uh, the glam local, Mm -hmm. uh, glam boutique did a big rollout. There's a, if you go to our local theater and I think this is a, common in a lot of places you can step into a barbie box and like pose for a picture in the, really? in a box for barbie mm-hmm. right on uh it's cool the uh the, the art studio uh the gallery excuse me they're doing a big pink is punk thing right now so barbie has become a cultural event more than anything else but is that good hmm. is that good because my problem with it my initial problem is the movie, the marketing of the movie has been set up very much. Remember that? You ever see that movie Enchanted, Disney movie Enchanted? Yes. A Disney princess goes into the real world and is like, you know, wackiness ensues. Like she tries to, you know, kind of a fish out of water thing. Um, and it's, you know, how, how would a Disney princess react to the real world? And it's a PG movie. It's a soft PG this movie's marketed very much like that. It's Barbie is a, and Ken are fish out of water. They're in right. the real world. But that is, not, that is not what this movie is. That is not what this movie is. This movie is by far, in my opinion, the most political movie of the year. And maybe the most political movie in a while. This, from start to finish, there is messaging in this movie. There is an agenda to this movie. It is not for kids. Although it's marketed as if it is for kids but is definitely marketed, made for, for women. Middle-aged women. Who middle-aged women. Yeah. Who, and it has, a, it has an agenda that I don't even fully think it's ready to wrap its hands around because it's, it's, a, it's confused, and we can unpack that. Um, Amanda, you're a big fan of this movie. Oh, yes. You're, you're here in your Barbie pink. What, 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 what do you think about the movie? Oh, my gosh. I loved it. So I feel like... <sighs> Just, first of all, the monologue in that movie, the America Ferreira monologue, was everything every woman has ever felt. The, the one where they're trying to deprogram the Barbies after, um, sorry, spoiler, after the, the Kens have come in and, and kind of reversed it to make it more of a patriarchy instead of the matriarchy it was at the beginning of the film. And I, that monologue resonated so much with me I cried probably four times while she was saying it, and I take medication to keep me from crying. Did you say you cried? <laughs> I did. Here, if you don't mind, I have the monologue yeah. here. But if, I don't know if it's I'm violating the matriarchy by as a man, a heterosexual white man reading this. Am I good? Do I have your permission to read this? I speak for all women, and yes, you do. Okay. So this is what America Ferrera says in the film. It is literally impossible to be a woman. You are so beautiful and so smart, and it kills me that you don't think you're good enough. Like, we have, it, have to, as always, be extraordinary, but somehow we're always doing it wrong. You have to be thin, but not too thin. And you can never say you want to be thin. You have to say you want to be healthy, but also you have to be thin. You have to have money, but you can't ask for money because that's crass. You have to be a boss, but you can't be mean. You have to lead, but you can't squash other people's ideas. You're supposed to love being a mother, but don't talk about your kids all the damn time. You have to be a career woman, but also always be looking out for other people. 
You have to answer for men's bad behavior, which is insane. But if you point that out, you're accused of complaining. You're supposed to stay pretty for men, but not so pretty that you tempt them too much, uh, excuse me, tempt them too much, or that you threaten other women because you're supposed to be a part of the sisterhood. But always stand out and always be grateful. But never forget that the system is rigged. So find a way to acknowledge that, but also always be grateful. You have to never get old, never be rude, never show off, never be selfish, never fall down, never fail, never show fear, and never get out of line. It's too hard. It's too contradictory, and nobody gives you a medal or says thank you. And it turns out, in fact, that not only are you doing everything wrong, but also everything is your fault. I'm just so tired of watching myself and every single other woman tie herself into knots so that people will like us. And if all of that is also true for a doll just representing women, then I don't even know. Right? It's pretty powerful stuff. I mean, my reading of it, obviously. Yes. Yeah, well, you nailed it. This is why Chris didn't get the part. Oh, Chris. Right, that's why I didn't get the part. <laughs> so, so, whatever. I'm not going to keep going. Oh, no, I was just going to say, so that monologue was huge. And I think when you say the sentence, this movie wasn't for kids, I would agree with you in that so much of the messaging, obviously it's going to go right over their heads. But I know a lot of kids who went who, it was just an aesthetically pleasing movie. I mean, it was a pretty movie. Production design is out of the park. 100%. Yeah. Yes, 100%. So I know children who enjoyed it, but they walked out of that theater none the wiser to the messaging that was in it, the, that adult women were given. Mm-hmm. That's fair, I suppose. All right, <laughs> good show. <laughs> hey, hey, it's been fun, you know. <laughs> Um, I think this movie is really, really political, but I don't think it un- quite understands the message that it's trying to portray. And here's why. Here's what I think. Utopia in Barbie land is, happens because men and women are completely separated. The men are over here doing their thing. The women over here are doing their thing, right? And never the two shall meet. And it all goes to crap when men stop being subservient to women. The idea that, um, and that's problematic to me. I have a real problem with that. I think it's problematic in the movie, too. It's uniquely ironic, too. It's very very much so. Um, (laughs) Barbie's complete and total fulfillment in this movie is having female genitalia. This movie, Hmm. at the end, spoiler... At the end, her, the peak that she reaches is having a gynecological exam. So at the same time, when this movie perpetuates itself of being about equality and perpetuates mm-hmm. itself about we're all here, even trans women, mm-hmm. Barbie's fulfillment comes from being a biological woman. Ooh. Oh, not only that, that whole monologue you read about America Ferrer. Okay. Jody Crazy Conspiracy Land, right? Uh, it's time for Jody's Conspiracy Corner. Okay, so there are two very clear and established hierarchies that males and females exist in. One's a, a growth hierarchy, that's the females, and the other's the dominance hierarchy, which is the males. This movie clearly delineates both of them. Neither is better or worse. They coexist, and they're intended to coexist. All America Ferrera is doing is she's clearly defining the boundaries of the female hierarchy. That's it. She's trying to do it dramatically, but it's got great. 
You clearly understand how females work. The end. Males also work. They're necessary. They live what? over here. And your female world lives in plastic land. You got to have guys who are willing to take on the boundaries of risk and chaos in order to grow and actually exist in reality. Females definitely have to be able to figure out how to navigate their world. And so she's, all she did was clearly define the growth hierarchy. So if there was a male monologue, mm -hmm. what would that sound like? I'm bigger, stronger, faster. And if you don't like what I say, I'll punch you in the face. No, no, no. That's it. That's, that's not what she's saying. That's not what, what she's, she's saying is like, as far as defining the patriarchy for males, uh, as far as what you have to be, what you can't be. Right. My what argument, are your plights, I guess? My thing about this movie is that it does define the patriarchy well, but the thing is that so supposed to, the right? quote unquote patriarchy is just as bad for men as it is for women. Men yeah. commit suicide three times as much as women do. So we, create, so we yeah, have yeah, to be yeah. strong. We have to be money earners. You know, you, go in, you lose your job, you go into deep depression because you're not what you're supposed to be. You can't talk about your feelings. You can't shed a tear. Otherwise, you're not a male. That's right. Uh, right. And what I took away from the movie more than anything else is that you had the, the hardcore feminist side of it, which was Barbie land. Mm -hmm. Like, we don't even know where Ken lives, you know? You had the hardcore patriarchy side, which was the real world. And my th take on this movie is that ultimately neither works. They have to everyone. coexist, right? Yeah. There has to be some middle ground that, yeah. that people yeah. come to. No, yeah. I, I'm not going to sit here and say a matriarchy is the way to go either. But the movie does. Yes. Well, that's but, right. but it, ends, really. it ends as a blended utopia. It ends as both... They, they kind of come back together where Ken and the other Kens have roles. But their roles are you have to be okay being completely separate. Submissive. No, separate. Like, oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you have, right. The movie right. is you can be happy as long as you are completely separate from women, Ken. And the, the movie portrays that utopia is the genders, if you will, or the being separated. Mm -hmm. As if we don't live in a world where men and women work together and live together and have relationship together. I feel like the movie was a, the movie is being portrayed as this, as this championship of women. And it completely undermines that argument in every turn that like my wife owns and runs a six figure business that she, that she built from the ground up. She sells shirts that say, I'm not a girl boss, I'm the boss. You can find those at LottieandVan.com. LottieandVan.com. <laughs> but no, because she, yeah, she's awesome. not a girl boss, she's the boss. Right. And she didn't do that out, she didn't have to overcome anything to do that. She just did it. She completely empowered herself to run that business and she's had tremendous success. And I think that this movie would undermine that. This movie would look at that and say, well, she did that in spite of Right. Dot, dot, dot. No, right. fuck that. No, she did that because she's a strong woman who also lives, lives in a relationship with a man who is a, who is a mother. Who is, I mean, this movie completely like, oh, that mother Barbie? Yeah, we discontinued that one. Oh, that was terrible. Like, right. I, that was a terrible message. So I feel like this movie wants to be incredibly political, but doesn't know its message, right? Like it, sure. it's seen as, and again, like for instance, it's being championed as having one of the Barbies as a transgender actress. 
right? So it's like, yay, transgender. However, again, at the end, you're only valid if you have female genitalia. Is that you're only valid if you have female genitalia, or that particular Barbie is only? Okay, but that, bar- that particular Barbie is the protagonist is, of this yes. movie. <laughs> that she's we the pinnacle Barbie. of Barbies, right? She's well, she's stereotypical Barbie. No, she's the pinnacle of Barbies. She's the Barbie of Barbies. They said it in the movie repeatedly. You are yeah. The- Rhea Perlman at the end makes her the Barbie. I see. I see. And so no, it's not me saying that. That's what this that's movie, the movie says. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the problem I have. Is that listen? I had a good time. I don't think it's particularly funny. I think a lot of the jokes happen in the first 10, 15 minutes, and then the rest of it is... Can we argue that the guy parts are way funnier than the girl parts? Oh, Ryan Gosling stole that movie. I mean, I thought he was hilarious. So, yeah, I'm just saying. No, I just want to say, though, I want to add it to a point to this. Now, again, I'm saying this from my perspective. I don't know what it's like to be a woman. I thought the America Ferrera monologue was incredibly powerful. Absolutely. I thought it was incredibly powerful. Her portrayal in that, the way she delivered it, I thought it was incredibly powerful. And I felt like the movie could stand on that. But the idea that utopia, right, this incredible women-built society, right, where there's women Supreme Court judges and a woman president could all come tumbling down because one idiot likes horses was damaging. Yeah, that's fair. I get it. Like one idiot could bring it all down, and I don't think that's a service to women. So you feel like the movie did more to say were victims instead of just like for sure I well, see or is it you live in fancy land like the ideal utopia is everybody who's plastic and not real because you're not willing to deal with reality hmm is that am I crazy there well not there <laughs> well you're not, not are you saying are you saying women don't want to deal with reality or? No, no the movie's saying that the ideal matriarchy this is why I say it's an ironic comedy so they're 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 epitome of the movie is, yeah, the only way this exists is in plastic land, not reality. Because when they go to reality, she doesn't like, like reality is a crushing compromise between both the dominance and growth hierarchies, and you have to live with that, right? So I want to go back to Barbie land, where there's only the one thing, and we get to define it. And it's like, yeah, but that's plastic. It's not real. I, I mean, I'm crazy. Jody, Everybody, I have a question for you. Yeah. Would you be kayak Ken? <laughs> and or, Seven or, would or, be Beer Ken. Yeah, he would be Alan. I'm not really into the app thing, so I gotta it'd be a lot of crunches. I'm not really. You're you Alan, and you'll wear Alan in the movie. By the way, tiny little role, hilarious. Alan, sorry, keep going. Yeah, Alan was awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. well, it's Mike and Sarah. What I mean, do you think about, about the quote in the movie where it said, "Women hate women, and men hate women." Amanda, do women hate women? I think there are some that do. I think that there is a philosophy that women go into an environment already in an antagonistic space where it's, is she prettier than me? Is she better than me? What, what, what am I bringing to this? Like, for example, this podcast, if you had two women and you three men, I'm going to get along with the woman because I get along with everybody, but I'm saying there would be that underlying, like, we're both going to be looking at each other like who's bringing more to this who because women are in competition for who's the woman in that space frankly i just don't think that's a a phenomenon that is unique to women no i think men do it too let me just as i'm going to speak for men here we do it too 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're constantly, like, I look at, I have friends who are far more successful than I am in finance or business, or and I, I find myself comparing myself to them. You know, I... Uh, I don't know if you guys feel that, or if that's it's just a, a physiologic u- necessity. Yeah, we have I a just, limbic system that shuffles us into hierarchy. It's just how you, how your limbic system tells you how you're valued. Are you faster, stronger, smarter? That's dominance. Are you cleverer, more beautiful? Can you navigate a complex? Could you gesture nuance? to me again when you say beautiful again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that you're beautiful. So, so that's the that's the this the limbic system chemical. Uh, reward is how we shuffle ourselves into this. That's the species. That's speciesization. That's how we coordinate. And, and so it's a necessity. But us being unwilling to accept the fact that we have an actual chemical thing built into our actual physiology that shuffles us into these herds and, and we decide how we organize ourselves in these hierarchies is it's, it's crazy to me that people don't recognize this. And that women are, your guys' world is so complex. The growth hierarchy is so complex because it, it requires the understanding of feelings. Mm-hmm. Feelings are very, very hard to navigate. Men, it's, I'm stronger, faster, I'll punch you in the face if I don't like you. It's observable. I'm either sure. taller or I'm faster or I'm smarter or I make more money or whatever. We have very easily defined peer groups that we put ourselves into. Hmm. Women, it's all, you know, like you said, what am I bringing to the table? How do I feel about right. this person in this group? Right. Because you guys are navigating a much more complex environment. It's not a better, worse than. It's a how do you organize yourselves thing. And sure. we need both. And Absolutely. men can't understand women because men like to punch each other in the face. Right. It's like, I'm better than you. I'll punch you in the face. Right. <laughs> Everybody knows who's the alpha then. Right. 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 But when you're having a conversation about feelings, it's like, well, oh, crap, am I better or worse? I feel really bad right now, so maybe I'm worse. Right. 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 And then you go down that spiral. Yeah. Absolutely. What did you guys think of the parallels of Barbie and Ken coming into the real world to like the planet of the apes? Where it was <laughs> yeah, <that's good. laughs> I didn't see the I didn't get the Planet of the Apes reference, I guess. Uh what I did like was the intro. That I was like, holy crap, this is 2001 A Space Odyssey right here where right. they dropped the Barbie and, and all that type of stuff. Right. I was, I, that, that intro was the best part of the movie for me. Just that callback. I, I love when directors, producers do that type of thing and, and just parody it. Yeah. I love that part. Yeah. Now, this movie's directed by Greta Gerwig, uh, Lady Bird, Little Women. Uh, I think Mer- she's... And she's married to Noah Baumbach, who has done a lot of movies that don't immediately She co-wrote come this. Co-wrote this. Yep. Uh, Greta Gerwig doesn't miss. And so, I mean, listen, I have problems with this movie, but it's well done. It is. It's well made. The yeah. production value is high. Um, Music is great. Is it? Oh, my gosh. That is like a hype soundtrack to listen to while you're getting ready. Okay. <laughs> I'll, give it an, I'll, give it, I'll give it a listen outside of the context of the film, because I... Okay. <laughs> Are you telling me you don't like the Indigo Girls? No, Closer to Fine was hot. That, yeah. But yeah, when she yeah. starts singing Closer, I have been there. Yeah. I have driven down the road singing Closer to Fine. Yeah, that's it. But like the Lizzo song, meh. 
the the oh see Mickey, I thought that was kind of funny like the, the movie song. knew what it was at that point like it was just funny yeah as a uh, as a I assume, I'm going to make an assumption because you now not because you're a woman but because you came here wearing just a really hot pink dress yes uh, Barbie pink Pantone 219C. <laughs> that's, that's the official Barbie shade. That's strong. Uh, you played with Barbies. Is it? Oh, absolutely. I had the Barbie limousine, Barbie motorhome. I I would even get like ingenious with trash and turn it into Barbie accessories. That's like strong. like of course the the pizza stopper in the corner that was like my Barbie end table. You know what I'm talking about? The little yeah, white yeah, plastic yeah. with the legs. Yeah. I used that. I would use the the baked potato bowls from Wendy's. That was my Barbie bathtub. You know, strong. So yeah. were there a lot of Easter eggs in the movie? As- I, I actually had a midge. And looking back on it, for the year that that was discontinued, that, that had to have been a hand-me-down from like an older cousin or something. Midge but is I, the pregnant part. Right, because I remember having the doll that you could snap the belly off and there was a baby inside. And so, yeah, I... I saw pictures of this. It was wild. Yeah, that is, that is... I don't think discontinuing that or even mentioning in the movie that it was discontinued is to say motherhood is bad. That toy was just freaky for right. a kid. Yeah, yeah. I guess, again, I just feel like this movie portrays a life and a reality that just isn't true, right? So uh, the Mattel board, for instance. Right. You know... It's all Will Ferrell again doing Will Ferrell shit. I mean, he's great. He is. He's just a treasure. Um, well, like the Mattel board is eleven people. Eleven people sit on that board. Five of them are women in real life. Oh, I thought you were talking about the movie. No, yeah. no, no. In, yeah. in the movie, it's all dudes. Yeah. Portraying their what a woman should be, but in, again, it portrays a reality that just isn't there. I think. There are other boards, though, making decisions about both genders where the board is predominantly male, if not 100% male. And that's what they're trying to... You mean like the AMA? Yeah, basically... But why? Why is it a problem? No, why why is it males? Opportunity, I guess. Or it's guys who are willing to sacrifice their entire lives in order to get to the top level because they esteem themselves based on that endeavor. But if a woman sacrifices her life, she's a bad mom. And that goes right back to that monologue. Well, that's, that's her self-judging, right? That's her, that's her going through that mental argument for herself. No, so that's, she, that's she, other people calling her that. Yeah. That's, that, that's where that statement, women hate women, men hate women, is yes. so accurate. Because the whole you know, patriarchy, I mm-hmm. put in quotes, it's not only proliferated by men. But women, if women strive to be the top of their career, they can do that. They just have to suffer the same, you know, criticisms as everybody else. You think a guy doesn't go through the same thing when he's sacrificing everything? He's just called a irresponsible dude who's only focused on work? I don't think a, a man they, they gets... They go through the criticism too, right? They don't get the you're a Absolutely. bad dad criticism. They don't get the... Okay, well, pick... Why is one worse than the other? So... You're saying the bad mom one is the ultimate criticism. But it's not the ultimate, it's just an example. All right, but there's a ton of them. So why is that the one that everybody rallies around as an excuse that you can't achieve? Well, overcome it. Who cares? You're a bad mom. Great, move on. If you want to be the top of your career, be the top of your career. Hmm. Right? Am I wrong? Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> yeah. All right. I, I'm willing to accept that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it's kind of an interesting thing, too, for me, because looking at rights as well for women, they still don't have equal rights. No. 
you know, when it comes to, and realistically, there was a period of time where uh, minorities, people of color had more rights than women did. It wasn't until the 70s that a woman could actually open her own checking account. And what um, was it, like the 80s that we were able to get credit cards? Yeah, yeah. Uh, even now, let's see, you're 18, you want to go get a vasectomy, you don't want kids. You can go do that. Mm-hmm. A woman has to get signed off on by a significant other. Or, yep. or is told by the doctors, you're not old enough, you can't do this. I have had close friends in our like 20s and 30s that have gone to go get themselves their tubes tied and been told, what is your future husband going to think about that? It's like, what is it? I'm single. What does it matter? I'm just trying to make an autonomous decision about my own body. Uh, uh, Okay. I mean, I mean, that that seems like a, a valid question either way, male or female. Like, have you thought about, you know, but I think what Stefan's saying is men are If my wife wanted to go get her tube side, mm-hmm. they would have to have me sign off on it. I, mean, I, I don't know about that. I mean, you tell me that's the case. I, that's fine. Too. Like yeah. today in 2023, 2023 yes. you would have to sign off on your wife getting her tube side. That's Correct. real. You're that saying, seems yes. a little crazy to me. That's real. If that's true, then I retract everything I've said about yeah, this movie. I feel, like, I feel like maybe I need to back up a little bit. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, that is why I, I, I trust you. I believe yeah. you that that's the case. It's, I, it's you're just, yeah. yeah. My, uh, one of my best friends owned her home. She wasn't married. She was just that go-getter career type. And a roofing company came to her door, and she had scheduled an estimate. And they would not talk to her unless her male partner was there. And she said, well, he doesn't own this house. Like, he's not the one making a decision about who the roofing company is going to be. That's me. Like, I'm the breadwinner. It's my house. But because they knew she had a male partner just based on, you know, pictures and things in the home, a roofing company would not give her an estimate unless the guy was there. This is the true story. This was just last year. So I guess my problem, I mean, and again, every, so many, we're, we're throwing out a lot of anecdotal stories, right? Yeah. I mean, except for Stefan's deal. That sounds crazy. That's some, that, hand, that that's some really handmaid's crazy. tale yeah. shit right there. Yeah, that's it is, terrifying. But it's true. Um, blessed is the fruit. But um, <laughs> I have problems, though, with anecdotal, using anecdotal stories to paint with a wide brush, right? Yeah. Some one roofer has maybe a backwards thought or maybe it's not even a backwards thought maybe it's an issue of liability like you know i don't want to i don't want to be a you know it's just a question of you know when i meet somebody to buy something on marketplace i always want to meet in a public place and i want to i don't want a one-on-one thing and maybe it's that but it's construed as no little lady uh, you can't make this decision by on your own but whatever i mean we don't know the motivation but i do i'm always concerned about anecdotal instances being used to paint a wide brush. Sure. That's uh, fair. And I just, I think that, l- listen, do women have a harder time than men? I'm going to just, for me, I think, yeah, absolutely. You're not, I'm not going to get, you're not going to, I mean, just biologically speaking, women have well, a much harder time. You know, than unless you're fishing for crabs in Alaska. Right. Men definitely have a harder time. They're dying all the time trying to get crabs out of the ocean. Women don't really have a problem with that. I'm sure there's plenty of men getting crabs in Alaska that don't actually have to get a crab. You don't hear women complaining about, oh my God, I just died because I was trying to get a crab, right? 
Okay, as somebody who knows women <laughs> crab fishermen, <laughs> persons, women, whatever. You do? Absolutely. Ooh, are they hardcore? Uh, I imagine they're hardcore. They're complete, total badasses. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Um, with that said, I feel like, yes, do women have a harder time? I'm not going to say that they don't. I believe from my perspective, they do. But this movie prop, much like the criticisms of Sound of Freedom, they say, well, you know, the, one of the criticisms of Sound of Freedom is that it perpetuates one issue as a much bigger deal than it is. Yeah. This movie projects these issues much bigger than I believe they are. Hmm. As a white male, heterosexual male, I feel like the patriarchy isn't as big a deal. <laughs> I love it. Just... <laughs> Go on, sir. Tell me more. No, no, no. But I hope you understand by that I'm saying that, yeah, yeah. listen, this is no. my perspective, and I understand that I'm on the, for folks would say I'm on the right side. I'm a, we're not the right side of the issue. That doesn't sound right. Ooh. Oh. Uh, no, but I'm on the, the, I'm on the uh, what's the word? I'm on the privileged side. Correct. Of the issue, Correct. According to yes. some. So I understand my position in this. Yes. But again, as, uh, you know, as married to a strong woman who is a successful business, who's also an incredible mother, who is also a wonderful wife. Like, she, she's had to make sacrifices, sure. but she's, she is able to do all of these things. So again, as using that anecdotal piece, I'm going to paint it with my wide brush and say, it can be done. Well, let me ask you this. Doesn't it Shout s- out Jamie Plack Photography, yeah. LottieandVan.com. You want to do it again? One more time? And she paid, she's a paid sponsor. She hey, slipped, right me, a, she slipped okay, me a fitting. So, <clears throat> is it possible that we're in a situation where men are trying to give the best possible interpretation of a environment they don't understand, like the other side of the story, whereas it does, it's not reciprocal. So men are trying to say, okay, we want to understand what's going on in this other perspective. The other perspective is like, you guys suck. They're not getting any leniency, no, tr- no trying to understand the male perspective. There's no generosity or charity to try to compromise. It's just men trying to do understand the other side just bashing men which is why we're in this environment where it's like people are getting exhausted it's like come on you know it, it, there's two sides to this story why can't we hear the why can't we find a good compromise yeah amanda mm. why do you hate men oh how much time do we have it's long it's <laughs> no. long form content we can be here all day no i no i don't i don't hate men i don't hate men i I came from finance before I moved to Warsaw. I was in the investment space. And the number of times I presented an idea that was then echoed by a male counterpart and then it was listened to would, I mean, I would be a millionaire if I had a dollar for every time that happened. Or to be the only female at a conference table. That was a real thing that would happen to me. Granted, you know, kind of moving out of that very male-dominated industry, I don't have as many of those kind of anecdotes anymore, but the comedy space is very similar. Like I said, it's a boys club. I feel like I'm, I'm having to kind of break through. And it doesn't help, too, that I'm a clean comedian. I feel like women in that space, they feel like they have to go the Amy Schumer route and go extremely vulgar, extremely sexual, because they're trying to be just like their male counterparts in that space, where I'm more of a clean comedian, so I'm already a weirdo anyway in that space that I'm clean, but then to be a female. So, I don't know. Yeah. It doesn't really answer your question. Well, I I, I don't know if that's a, your example may not be a male-female thing. I mean, I've got well over, I've got a lot of patents. 
right? Mm -hmm. Those everybody, is this a brag? You yeah, have a lot right. of patents. No, no, <laughs> it's, it's it's just an example of there. It's an assumed thing in the business I'm in that whatever idea I give to whoever I'm giving it to, they're going to take it and steal it. Hmm. It's not a male female thing. Like they steal my ideas all the time. I just kind of accepted that's ah, part of doing business. Changing Twitter to X. That was him. Elon called you up. He Private did. Line. Like you, son of a. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I I saw one interesting comment on uh, on. Well, I'll talk about the whole like conservative take on this movie as far as like the uh, the old social medias and stuff. But I thought it was funny because they're like, oh, this movie's totally not real. Guys don't smack girls' asses. Da da da. -da. I'm like. What world do you live right. in? Right. I've literally seen it myself. Like, walk up to a com complete stranger and smack their ass. I've seen it. I mean, maybe it's because I'm in the industry that I'm in. How much do you think that is that because of the industry you're in? Mm. Like, what are the odds that a woman gets <laughs> violated like that? at a bar versus like a coffee shop? That's an honest question. I'm not trying to no, no. that's honest. I don't think it's quite, I, maybe not as direct as a, an ass slap, but I think comments and, and things like that, that's a regular yeah. thing. Because yeah. I did find in the movie when like Barbie gets her overall and she's instantly accosted. Within seconds of being in the real world, she is instantly accosted, felt heavy handed. Well, well they put her in a, in a position in that spot to instantly get accosted. I mean, there's a yeah. reason there's a stereotype of construction workers talking dirty to women that walk by because it happens. I mean, stereotypes are there for a reason. Um, wow. It's true. Right. I, I think, I think we just, we just lost the construction community. But <laughs> the black community, the Asian community, <laughs> construction workers and Miko and Delta are like, what? <laughs> Um, so, but, so anyway, sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry, yeah. sorry. No, no, no. That's a stereotype for a reason. Right. Uh, uh, you know, it happens. Um, the, the whole, like, on a beach, somebody just rolls by, it happens. Like, it's, it's one of those things that just happens. Yeah. And they, they plopped her right down there. They didn't plop her into the boardroom right away. They plopped her into the place where those types of things occur. Yeah. So I don't know that's more one... Like in the bar industry or in other industries, you know, it might be physical action more in the bar industry than it is in like a coffee shop or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, but then there again, they plopped her down right where those types of things are most common. Seems like the, the expectations in an environment like a bar would kind of set themselves up for more aggressive interaction between males and females as they're kind of trying to figure out how to pair up. And drunk. And they're drunk. Yeah. They're, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. They got in, their inhibitions are a little deadened. Yeah. So they might do things they wouldn't otherwise do. Sure, so sure. I, I get it. Where I mean, it would have been words outside of that, it becomes, you know, physical yeah. actions. It seems yeah. reasonable, but I think your point, the intent is absolutely right. I think, uh, you know, the construction worker thing is a funny picture to paint because you've got guys who are, the picture that they paint is always the guys who are just up walking like a thousand stories on an I beam. Right, eating their lunch, just hanging off, ready to die. They go down, they're bored, and they got nothing better to do, so they think it's funny to catcall. 
Right. Yeah. And so it's like, it's like this offense that's been painted as the stereotypical construction worker when it's really just guys who are bored out of their minds. They're just trying to entertain themselves. Right. And they're, they're apes. Everybody's an ape who's just like, mm-hmm. you know, there's two things that interest them. One, not dying. The other is having sex. So <laughs> doesn't yeah, that interest they're everyone? Gonna about dying, they're going to joke about having sex. I feel so, like that. I feel like that goes across all yeah, borders that, and genders. Yeah. yeah. So you want to yeah. not die and have sex. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds like a new Fast and Furious movie, doesn't it? <laughs> Fast 11. <laughs> Don't die, have Don't sex. Die, have sex. <laughs> yeah, is the next Fast going to be Fast 11 or is it X plus one? Twitter Don't plus know. one. Or whatever the new thing is, plus one. <laughs> Fast X wasn't good. What do you think about the, about the map? This was something that got called yes, out. Yes, the, the nine dash line or whatever. The what now? The map that they showed in Barbie World. Yeah. Pictured the South China Sea. So online, people are calling it a communist movie. <sighs> they make it hard, man. Well, it <laughs> was banned it really in hard. some of those countries, right? Like the, or yeah. they, they were told to blur it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, on uh, on social media, one of the conservative complaints is that it's a communist movie because there's a picture of the South China Sea. Was China, uh, Taiwan included in that map? Yeah. <gasps> Guess where Barbies have been made for a lot of years? This is this was my thing about that map. They were made in Taiwan. Oh, I was gonna say Canada. Dang it, I was way off. Yeah. Made in Taiwan. Sense. If Barbie was made in Canada, it would come with a moose, Jody. You know that. That's true, and it'd be covered in no, a hazy smoke. No, see, it's those. It's see, those are the stereotypes <laughs> that are a problem. Comes with a moose. Yeah. Comes with, it comes with poutine. It's obvious. <laughs> <laughs> poutine, poutine yeah. Barbie, eh? Yeah. <laughs> It comes with a it comes with poutines and a Pabst Blue Ribbon. You can't you can't write you can't put on the box that it comes with pasties because we're like Barbie with pasties. What do you, uh, know? That doesn't work. you know what a pasty is? You you know, pasty? I said I said I said Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's not what I meant. What's the You've been up in the UP Ice House? Yeah. Ice House. That's another or the the it's blue with the red. The is it? I can't even think of it. Now. Labats or Labats? Yeah, <gasps> Labats. Oh, I like a Labats. Yeah, yeah, Labats. That's good. That's good. Other thoughts on the movie? I, Other thoughts on the matriarchy, the patriarchy? You just want to get off your chest right now and just let it out? <laughs> just let it out. Just let it out. Um, Why you hate men? I'm, I'm going to throw it. <laughs> I mean, have you met men? <laughs> I often look at Alexa and say, Alexa, why men? What did she say? She's confused. She I doesn't w- get it either. <laughs> Alexa doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Did she say, like, I wouldn't be here without them? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Are you saying Alexa was invented? Well, if you by change man? it to thousand percent. If you change it to Adam, he'd answer all day long. Alexa, but okay, Alexa, way better than Siri. That's, if are, you like, are we ra- about to debate the merits of each of our robots? We, <laughs> no, I appreciate you. Uh, thanks, longtime listener. This is what we do. Oh <laughs> Siri's awful. Nobody? Yeah, no good. Yeah, no Siri's good. awful. I ask her questions all the time. It's like, I don't know. Look it up. But thanks, Siri. Appreciate so, it. We talked last episode about the big business of um, outrage. Yeah. The outrage business. Yeah. Is this another one? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right-wing podcasts have d- dedicated entire episodes to why this I movie know. is awful. Yeah. I've heard yeah. they're all going to stop playing with their Barbies. But you know what? I mean... You can't argue that the movie's flawed or not flawed. 
I mean, the stuff about, again, I think it's, again, I, I hate to get back to this, but it is, it wants to be political, but has no clear view of what its politics are. It's pro, it's, it, you know, it's pro inclusion, but Barbie's end all, she, they end the movie with Barbie's, the peak of Barbie's existence is having female genitalia. Hmm. It wants to champion itself as being, you know, pro LGP. Like, the, let's talk about the beach off scene. Right? I'm going to beat you off. No, I'm going to beat you off. I felt like that joke ran itself into the ground. I think one or two times was kind of funny. They did yeah. it, what, nine, ten times? I'm supposed to bring my kid to this movie, and there's a two-minute homosexual masturbation joke going on? Did your kids pick up on anything? My kids have not seen this movie. Okay. No, yeah, I saw this movie. Yeah. Now, this isn't just to Barbie, but if it's... If I'm taking the kids to a movie, I watch it first. Sure, sure. But that's just my, I'm not saying that's what, that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that's what everyone should do, but that's what I do. That's good. As jokes go, though, Amanda's exactly right. The first three times I was laughing. I was like, this is awesome. And then they kept going and going. I was like, you're wearing this out. Right. Like, you should have stopped at the third joke and let it just harsh out on its own. So, yeah, I find this movie, I find this movie anti-feminist. I find this movie transphobic. Just by what's on the screen. I could see the transphobia argument based on the last line. Yeah. Yeah. Again, the anti-feminist thing is like fi- women can build an incredible government run by women, but one idiot can bring it all crashing down. That's not that is anti-feminist. It's a fair statement. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. So I think this movie is completely surface. It's the it's political from the headlines kind of thing like, "Hey, we say men suck, so we're super feminist." No, you're not. No, because feminism is about women empowerment. And right. this, right? And not that I'm telling you, I'm asking. Uh, tell, me, tell me more about what I should do as a feminist. 100%. You should just, you know, uh, by the way, where are the sandwiches, Amanda? I know. I actually, it's funny you say that. I was going to stop through a drive-thru and bring you guys sandwiches, and Jeez, I ran okay. out of time. Oh, I know. I'm the worst. You, you the one. This close. Yeah, this close. I'm surprised, I'm surprised you gave me a microphone without said sandwiches. Right. It's fair. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think this movie is it portrays itself as having a equal a belief in equality and feminism, but it's solely based on men suck. And there's more to it than that. Empowerment is more than that. Do you agree men suck? For sure. Okay, thank God. <laughs> I, I don't know a guy who's not wanting to say, yeah, I suck. Yeah. I'm just trying to suck a little less today than I suck yeah, yesterday. Yeah, and I'm trying to be, a, like, my goal <laughs> in life is to be just a little less awful in a generation of people in my, got men in my family that were awful. I'm just trying to be a little less awful. This summer marks, uh, this summer marks, like, I have been a, a <laughs> uh, at, when this summer is over, I will officially have been uh, living with my children longer than three generations of men in my family. Wow. That's a win. That's a win. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Good job. So now I can leave. Yeah, get yeah. out of there. Just no. hang your hat up. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Walk out. <laughs> Going to get cigarettes. See you later. Yep. I'm number one. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> poor no, poor Sully is just sitting there with a sleeping bag yeah. thinking that you're taking him camping. Chris is gone. Time looks, to be. Like it's a thousand years it's time old, for but me it's to, only like six months old. It's fine. It's time for me to do what the men in my family do and go get those cigarettes. I'll be back. <laughs> oh 
and old English. Yeah. How did this go from feminism to child neglect? <laughs> it's what we do. Seven. <laughs> what are you going to oh, say? I, just, I, I was just going to say I didn't get a strictly feminist view on this movie. I guess what I came away with the movie from from the standpoint was in Barbie World, Kens were basically what women are in in Correct. the real world and vice versa. And at the end of the movie, before the whole gynecological visit and stuff, the realization is that in an actual working egalitarian society, you can't have it one way or the other. There needs to be both and there needs to be respect for both and there needs to be a ability to see each other's perspective. And that's, to me, that's what the movie took away is that Ken was just shut up, went to real world, got patriarchy and brought it back because he wasn't being heard. And then at the end of the movie, we know that it, it's got to be in, somewhere sure. in the middle. Do you feel Kenuff, Stefan? I do. I feel Kenuff. <laughs> it was clever. I, I no, hate it. it wasn't. I hated it. No, no, it's not. her saying it was super clever, but oh, in the yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. Yeah. in the movie, I hated it, but it was clever. It was. It was clever. Have you guys seen all of the memes that are like, this Barbie takes Wellbutrin? No. no. <laughs> it's hilarious. I think the mental health Barbie, like that whole ad campaign about depression Barbie. The hers was, Barbie? Yes. You, you watch much streaming? Do you watch much streaming stuff like on uh, Hulu and stuff? Watch your streaming stuff? No, do you watch much streaming oh, stuff? Oh, yes, I do. I'm so sorry. I, I thought you said... those commercials for hims and hers. Yes, so yes. So funny because like hers is all about like get your, you know, mental health pills and uh, the, the hims is just like... Get it hard. Get pills. that penis working. And yep. That's, that's it. There's no. There's no. That's what are you just talking about? That's oh the my best gosh. clarification of the two hierarchies. <laughs> yeah, right. That's, 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 that's yeah. distilled down to the roots. That's exactly women are crazy. <laughs> and men are flat. Men. <laughs> men just. Yeah. No, you watch women are crazy. Movie. Men are flaccid. There's, I think we got yeah. it figured out. There I think only, that's the tagline of this movie. <laughs> only pharmaceutical commercials on Hulu. Okay. Yeah. It. It's about like Crohn's and everything else. Right. And then you have the Hymns commercials yeah. where you can call in and get your boner pills. Yeah. Yes. And then you got the Hers commercials where you can get call in and get the crazy, crazy okay. pills. Hulu. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I think I might have told this story on the, on the show before, but like Hulu, I'm convinced that the pharmaceutical commercials are just Hulu trying to get you to pay extra for the ad free. Because like we had the ad version, it was always like. It, do you want to get rid of the, you want to get rid of your crabs while also having HIV? Get this, and I'm watching with Mike. And it's always like, hey, we're watching an episode of Bluey. Time for yeah. an ad. Are you tired of not being able to have sex because you have HIV? Like, <laughs> ad free version. <laughs> yep, yep. Well done, Hulu. Well done. <laughs> All right. Well, if there's nothing else, I think it's time to take this to a vote. Well, how about the roller coaster, the woke roller coaster? Ooh, what's that? Oh, it's just, it's woke canceling. And then on the other oh, side, the cultural civil war stuff we talked about canceling. Yeah. The, the, the civil yeah, war this week, this week yeah. it's Barbie. Last week it was Jason Aldean. The week before that was sound of freedom, sound of freedom on the other side. Then yeah. you got the, the Bud Light can, Bud mm -hmm. Light can. Yeah. 
I love how time for my conspiracy. <laughs> Can we do a new song? Yeah. All right. What, 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 Three, what? two, one. It's Chris's conspiracy <laughs> corner. <laughs> it needs work. Jody didn't Jody, even Jody's see. just doing harmonizing. <laughs> Jody did watermelon, watermelon. Well, no, I mean, it, 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 it just feels so orchestrated at this point. These corporate level news people are finding a little piece. Again, it's one woman. The, the Sound of Freedom thing started with some wackadoo on TikTok saying, I went to AMC and they told me the air conditioning wasn't working. So... How they offered me a full refund or tried to put me in a different showing. Obviously, they don't want me to see this. It's like, or it's the middle of summer, lady, and air conditioning goes out. Right. But they take that one and then they comp- they build a complete narrative around it and then shove and push at you. It's orchestrated. It's continuing to be propagated to where you're supposed to be mad about something every week, depending yeah. on what side you're on. And it's, it's, they figured it out. I mean, we talked about Jason Aldean last week. That's been posted. I support, I, I'm against, blah, blah, blah. And I'm, I'm like, here's the thing. Jason Aldean, I looked it up after last episode. Jason Aldean didn't write this song. He came out and said he didn't pick the location for the video. He didn't get all that footage. And we know that the footage wasn't actually U.S. footage. And some of it came from fictional TV shows. Yeah. And... On, on top of that, until a country artist goes out and does a tour, he's not making any money on it either. So it's his producers, his record company, the high ups that are making money on this and just pitting one right. part of the and country what, against and another. Meanwhile, number one streaming song, number one there attitude song, there it number is. one country song. Yep. Stefan nailed it. Outrage is the best way to promote stuff. 100%. Outraged <laughs> about Jason Aldean's song, number one. Outraged about Sound of Freedom. Number one, guess what? We're talking about the outrage of Barbie. And we haven't even talked about Oppenheimer, which, by the way, I got a whole other printout, like four pages. I thought we were so, saving Oppenheimer. We're saving Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. All right. Because we knew that this would, we knew, we knew we had too much to talk about this. Amanda, week. what kind of dress are you going to wear for Oppenheimer? Um, I don't know, but it'll be the bomb. <gasps> oh! <laughs> I didn't like Oppenheimer. It's... It's just not, it's not a movie for the nuclear family. Well, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, I like it. Thank you. I already well, had a real blast watching it. <laughs> okay. That's cancerous. Oh. <laughs> New cancerous because they all died of cancer. All right. So we're talking nuclear. New conspiracy that I just saw was that all that footage you see of the nuclear bombs at Los Alamos and everything were fake. So wait, we faked the A-bomb? Faked the nuclear <laughs> footage. It's all pyrotechnic? It's all like miniatures? I was just going to say it's miniaturized. And yeah. like, okay, so the, the bombs took out all the houses, the telephone poles, everything else, but the camera still is completely functional. Yeah, but they make cameras really good. <laughs> Better than homes. I mean, that's the answer. It's a, it's a uh, footage of a house that's about to get blown away. Uh, the first part of the house getting blown away, there's no car behind the house. The second part of that same house getting blown away, there's a car behind the house. Huh. So, but we actually did drop the box, right? corner. 
No we're, one's saying that we didn't actually drop the bombs in Hiroshima and Nagasaki, are they? No, no, okay. no. But the foot. But they're saying the footage, like in the fifties. I've seen, yeah, where the house is there and it gets blown away, yeah. and the. They're saying that the footage in the fifties was was uh, like the lunar landing. It was it was all filmed on a soundstage. Right. Yeah. Are you familiar with our stance? Are you familiar with our stance on the lunar? Or is it ours? Have we all adopted this, fellas? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, you're yeah. looking at me, but I'm like, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Okay, so well, you started it, right? Stand, no, 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 this one's mine. Yeah, that's Chris. This one's mine. Okay. We landed on the moon. I, I, we landed, but we loaded the deck with fake footage because here we are in 2023, and if it rains outside, my direct TV goes out. But you're telling me in 1969, maybe, mm -hmm. um, we could get live footage from the moon? Bullshit. Nope. Hmm. It's a fair argument. Yeah. It definitely wasn't Comcast, I can tell you that. No. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Another X, Xfinity. Xfinity. X going to give it to you. Mm-hmm. All right, it's time to vote. Is Greta Gerwig's Barbie... And Amanda, as a guest, you'll get a vote too. Okay. Is Greta Gerwig's Barbie Freedom Cats canon? Stefan. Yeah. Jody. No. no. Mm -mm. Yes. I'm a no as well. So we've got a Breakfast Club member here. You're going to give a shout out? Chris? Yeah, shout out to Sherry Benuski, uh noted author, professor, journalist. Optimist Club member. Optimist Club board member. Oh, well, oh yeah, by the way, we have two board members of the Warsaw Breakfast Optimist Club here. So, yeah, but two of them are ladies is what I was saying. Whatever. We're going to leave it up to Lady to decide. Sherry, have you, seen, have you seen Barbie? I have not seen Barbie. Ah, well, you don't get a vote. Uh, we'll have tie break later. Well, we'll tie, how about this? Tie goes to the runner. We'll put it in. Okay. Jody? No, you're... No, you're, I, I don't agree to that. You don't agree to that? All right. Well, you agree? Ty goes the runner? I was saying, yeah. Yeah, so you so lose. So, Amanda, does you, Ty go... She already voted yes. What do you yeah. think she's going to say? Well, I'm just All right, saying... Ty goes the runner. <laughs> Barbie is part of the Freedom Yay. Cats canon. All right. Well, uh, goes right there with such films as K-Pax. <laughs> Quality <laughs> <Hell's laughs> cinema. Quality cinema. You could do a, that's a double feature. Barbie. Yeah, and, ooh, that's a good question. Real quick. What do you pair? That, ooh, what do you pair? If you're doing a double feature, what do you pair Barbie with? Kung ooh. Fu Hustle. <laughs> <laughs> See, I still think Planet of the Apes, a Planet movie Apes. about opposite world. Mm. That's not bad. That's not bad. Any other ideas? No, I've got no other right. ideas. Yeah, I mean, I kind of sprung that on you. So there you go. Planet of the Apes. Planet of the Apes. Oh. oh. Is there a Hot Wheels movie? I mean, Not yet. It's <laughs> coming, though. Oh, that's something real quick. So now they're going to marvelize this, by the way. This made way too much money. There is going to be a Mattel cinematic universe. I guarantee it. Sure. That makes sense. Now, whether or not they all tie in together, I don't know. But get ready. You hear we're getting a Gargoyles movie? Remember that? I didn't gargoyles. That was like I love that cartoon. And uh, Battletoads. Will the movie be incredibly difficult? Because the game sure was. <laughs> yeah, probably. I probably wouldn't understand it. It'll go, I'll go over my head. All right. So they, that's a, that's enough for us, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much to Travis McConnell, Law Office, Hoplore, JC Innovations, Tippy River, 
adventures. They all, none of this is possible without those sponsors. We thank you. Amanda, thank you so much for joining us today on the Freedom Cats. Thank Make you sure for having like me. Make sure like and share. Make sure like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. Stefan, on behalf of Stefan, Jody, Amanda, and me, we are the Freedom Cats. Meow.